everybody. Welcome to Guys 5 Movies. This morning, your co-host, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to episode 89 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was Pennant Race. Um, oddly enough, um, at the very end of the baseball season, um, I think officially today um, or yesterday. So, Frank, uh, what did you come up with for Pennant Race? So, I got one and a half movies. <laughs> okay. Um it would have been two movies, but I started to fall asleep watching the second one, and I was like, fine, I'll just finish this tomorrow. Um, since it wasn't going to be the Sugar movie anyway, I figured it wasn't really breaking the rules. And fucking Tubi took it off. Like, in between me watching it Sunday that's, morning. That's wild. And today, it's gone. So Yeah, I've, I had that happen one time with, like, Teen Wolf or something. Like, I started Teen Wolf, like, on a Saturday afternoon and, like, fell asleep. And then, like, the next day I was like, let me finish Teen Wolf because I, I hadn't seen it in so long. And then it was like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> so we'll talk about the Chagrin movie and then I'll give you, like, a half a review of the <laughs> second movie. Okay. Um. So tonight's movie is uh, 1989's Night Game which is described as an American crime slasher film. Um, it's got Roy Scheider um, and some other people. Um, and basically, it follows a series of murders that all take place um, coinciding with night games at the Astrodome for the Houston Astros. Okay. <laughs> um, although it takes them, the movie's 95 minutes, and it takes approximately 87 minutes to figure that out um okay awesome to get to <laughs> um so scheider plays a um aging police detective that used to be a minor league uh, baseball player mm. um had previously gotten kicked out of dallas for some like chinatown kind of shit like that's sort of the vibe they're going for is that he's almost like this jake Giddis like mm nobody really trusts him anymore because of you know whatever his past or whatever you want to say um he is dating a 18 or 19 year old woman um who is the daughter of a woman that he used to have sex with um when he was in high school so okay they don't explain this right away so at first and i texted you last night that I felt like um, Roy Scheider might be the Nick Cage of the 80s, uh, meaning the man that casts himself with, like, the younger women mm-hmm. to try and pretend like he's, like, still able to, like, pull the younger woman. But, I mean, it's legitimately a plot point. Right. Um, it's never explained why she likes him um, or why their relationship exists. And they don't really seem to like each other very much either, so it's <laughs> kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another guy, uh, who's so Scheider works for, um, like the city as a cop. And then there's a guy that works for the County. Um, this guy who's like this traditional, like cowboy, you know, Stetson with glasses and the big belt buckle, mm-hmm. um, that Roy Scheider believes is actually a pimp. So they find this woman gets murdered on the beach. Um, and they find tucked up into um, her panties a uh, ripped off piece of newspaper with best of luck written on it. Um, so more people die. There's more women that die. Um, 
they do these scenes where they're like all in this big like review room where they're looking at like tape of like the women's or not a tape but like photos of the women's deaths and they they come to the conclusion that every woman has been slashed across the neck with what appears to be a hook of some kind mm. so they start thinking that they're looking for somebody that works at the docks like somebody that would have access to like a fisherman's hook or whatever okay um the subplot to this is that the astros were at one point 19 games out of first place and now due to the pitching of this call up um sal sal barretto silberetto sil and then last name barretto um they're now only like four games out of first and they're pushing to you know win the nl pennant or whatever Mm -hmm. um or i guess like the west or division or whatever that would be yeah al the nl west i guess is where the at the at the the time yeah played um yeah because they're an alt now anyway it doesn't matter so what you learn as the viewer because you're like watching the movie and you can make general i don't know like logical conclusions Mm -hmm. is that every time this dude sil barreto pitches a game the murderer goes out and murders somebody i mean it's pretty obvious because they take great pains to show you that happening but nobody on the police force can figure this shit out because whatever um Man, I don't even feel like talking. So here's the thing about this movie. It's like, there's the murders. Roy Scheider is a dick. There's this whole subplot where he wants to just kind of elope with this young girl, and she's down with it, but her mother wants her to have, like, a big wedding, and he would have to pay for the wedding, and it's not like he can't afford it, but he just, he doesn't really want to, like, have a big wedding um, because he would rather just do something really small and... He buys the mother a TV, but she's, like, not really appreciative about the TV, and so that pisses him off. And it's just, like, it's this weird little, like, family drama that's kind of shoehorned into this murder mystery. And on a lot of times, the murder mystery goes, like, 10 to 15 minutes without really ever even being mentioned, except in passing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, as a procedural, it's actually kind of compelling, like, to mm-hmm. watch. Because Scheider's a pretty, you know, pretty talented actor. Sure um it's kind of an interesting setting because it's like this almost like king of marvin gardens-esque like houston where it's the boardwalk and it's a bunch of like carnies and stuff that are Mm -hmm. at the heart of it and that kind of makes it like more interesting i guess um and it's honestly pretty well written um the guy they end up showing the killer pretty early although it doesn't really matter because it's not like somebody you've seen or anything or that there's no real reason to keep him secret, I guess, because they're not like hiding that it's someone on the force or whatever. Right. So he's this big, burly, like, I don't know, long haired maniac looking guy. And he murders this woman in a fun house, but he doesn't know her friend is there. And then her friend pops up and he murders her too. So it's like an accidental murder. Hmm. And then one night there's another guy pitching for the Astros who name starts with B that gets pulled in the third inning or whatever. And Barreto comes in in relief and Barreto ends up like or Barreto comes in after the fourth inning in relief and so or no Barreto was supposed to pitch but he didn't pitch this other guy pitched but they keep calling the other guy Barreto so the killer just hears that Barreto won and he goes and murders somebody but it wasn't like after Barreto pitched so then he calls the sports 
the local like sports beat writer all in tears like i didn't mean to kill her like there was an accident it shouldn't have happened i don't know whatever like everything okay. points anyway it's just that whole stuff is kind of silly mm-hmm. um and the end reveal of this guy so what ends up happening is when Barreto, it, it, there's it's actually it's it's a really kind of like good scene so um Scheider is is at an Astros game because he's like he's kind of kind of like put it together that it's happening in conjunction with Astros night games mm-hmm. he hasn't made the Barreto uh well he's kind of made the Barreto um connection but he doesn't understand like why it, what it means or like what the connection is like to the killings so he's at the night game and he's with the sports writer and they're talking and he's like talking about how amazing it is that the Barreto is like the guy that's put them in position to win. And he's like, it's crazy that he just got called up in whatever, like July. And the sports writer is like, yeah. And Scheider says, well, who did they have to cut to bring him up? And so they start talking about it and it turns out. And again, like this is like the ridiculous part of this fucking movie. It turns out that the man that got cut to bring Barreto up as he was cut and leaving the sports arena, the bus he was on got in an accident and it caused his pitching hand to be amputated <laughs> and it got replaced with a hook. Ah, So like nobody, like all these people are like diehard Houston Astros fans. Like that's a really big part of this. This right. is the idea that everyone loves the Astros in Houston. Sure. And that all these fucking carnies, like, no, I mean, like, they, they're always, like, quoting, you know, stats. And it's actually kind of cool because they use, like, real, you know, concurrent, like, Houston Astros footage. And they have, like, real players and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Nolan Ryan is still playing for the team at the time. Uh-huh. So he's there. Right. But it's, like, none of these people remember this dude. I mean, like, true baseball fans that are, like, pouring over the sports page would remember Oh wait, there's a hook. What about that dude whose hand got amputated? That they got cut for Beretta and has a hook for a hand now. That's kind of crazy, right? Um, maybe maybe but, it's a maybe it's a statement on um how quickly we forget people like once they're like not on no, teams and shit anymore. Do sex machina. Um, so there's also another thing. Um, he finds the the first woman that got murdered. He goes to her apartment and he finds her address book and he just kind of takes it um as evidence quote unquote but nobody ever like at some point he ends up calling the guy that's like the chief of police that is giving him a bunch of shit because his name is in the book a whole bunch of times and it turns out he's a pimp but they don't ever do anything with that like they just kind of imply that maybe at some point he'll get in trouble but it's just this weird all these weird extra things like his father um Roy Scheider's father was like a numbers runner kind of and a thug and he used to use like the longshoremen in the area to like beat up people that didn't do what he wanted okay and that's just like ha your dad was such a cad <laughs> um and there's a guy that used to work the docks that they try to frame the mur- they try to pin the murder on because he happens to have like a a longshoreman's hook like in his house or I don't know it's yeah. all ridiculous. Um, so, and there's the whole thing where him and the girlfriend, Roxy, who's the 18, 19 year old ever, um, they've kind of like had an argument because he got in a fight with the mother while they were dress shopping and 
so she's out like kind of dancing with other dudes because she's mad at him and that's um that's why like the the killer happens to be there and he's stalking her so he's stalking her outside this restaurant where like everyone can see him mm-hmm. and it's like you're going to get caught you idiot but i guess he doesn't care but you know he's angry because Sal Barreto got everything that should have been his, right? And he lost his hand. Now he's not a man anymore because he can't pitch. And um, in the end, Roy Scheider like fights him and ends up shooting him and killing him. And then they get married and live happily ever after him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I mean it's it's not like a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. I would call it moderately mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, with some so some good performances, it does have a great quote in it though. So one of the things is that Roy Scheider is a hundred percent Jake Gittis, just like a little sleazier, maybe, mm-hmm. eh, maybe not as I, I don't know. It, it's it, it's the same character though, right? And he has the same thing where he's got like this old he's got his lieutenant who's kind of trying to look out for him, but um. Like, Roy Scheider can't get out of his own way. And the lieutenant at one point says, why the hell am I always having to con you off the railroad tracks when a goddamn train is barreling down on you? And I thought it was, like, one of the most fantastic lines, Mm -hmm. like, the delivery. Mm -hmm. And Scheider is just like, fuck, like, you're right, I guess. (laughs) And um, that's kind of, like, what wakes him up and allows him to focus and sort of find the killer. Yeah. Because he realizes that, because his whole thing is trying to get the sleazy detective caught for being a pimp. Like, it's almost like secondary, that, that the murders are secondary mm-hmm. to him kind of trying to get one over on this, like, asshole um, county sheriff or whatever. Right. Um, so it's actually, it's it, it's a really good moment. And there's, like, some dialogue like that that's pretty good. But, I mean, overall, it's just kind of a run-of-the-mill um, 80s, like, slasher noir detective movie like um i don't know like dirty harry maybe or something or or death wish where there's like the killers are in it and i don't know it's it's fine this it's feels on- like honestly this feels like a chris like a, a chris gasberry movie yeah i think you would probably enjoy it yeah it's one of those things if i would have seen it when i was like 11 oh, yeah. years old i would have like fucking had these fond nostalgic memories for it and stuff like that probably if they would have cut i don't care what subplot but if they would have cut one of the subplots out of it it would have just been a much tighter movie and i think a lot more interesting um not that it's even long I mean, it's only 95 minutes so mm-hmm. i'm not saying you need to cut length just like who cares about the whole i guess the whole point of the pimp thing is to show that he's focused on the wrong things but i think there's other ways you could have shown that and it would have been fine um yeah anyway i don't know it's it's fine it's something where if you happen to need some i don't know baseball horror in your life like you can you can find it there (laughs) right um and if you don't then you're no worse off for not seeing it um the like i don't know what you even call it march november romance or whatever right yeah so i was trying to think the same thing with um um may june yeah it's it's <laughs> may july no that's only like two months 
Scheider is like, I mean, he's oh, every... I, w- I was thinking of it as like wrapping around. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, he's every <laughs> bit of like. He's 55. I looked it up. He's 55 roughly at the time of the filming of this. So he's like a 55 year old with like a 20 year old kind of. He's probably he's probably presented as 50 because mm-hmm. he's been out of high school for 30 plus years because they make a reference to that. That it's been like 30 some years since he played like high school ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he's probably like 50 to 55 in the movie and she's ever they don't ever say her age, but she's very, very young um 18 19 years old definitely so that's really weird and -hmm. again like the only reason it's there is ultimately to give a reason for them having like some kind of tension or whatever i guess i don't know it's it's strange yeah um that's the one that feels like it doesn't make sense like it feels like the county cop makes sense to some degree especially with stuff with the father like you know like i mean like as you're explaining it to me i understand the plotting i think a little bit i only just figured it out as i was talking through it just now yeah that that's the reason why Mm -hmm. that plot line exists is to show that to give him some measure of like maturing right and and i can see the i mean it feels weird to have such a young woman but anyway like it feels like i could see that existing just not focused on just the idea that he i mean how many movies have done it where somebody just has cold feet and like the significant other the fiance is like barely seen like it happened all the time in the 80s like and was more about that character i think if you could have shown the maturity to where like he matures enough to solve the case and finally pull the trigger on his marriage or whatever like that that would make sense but it feels like that's the subplot that you don't need to focus on very much well that's sort of i mean and that's sort of what happens because they end up having the big wedding in the church and the complete antithesis of what he said because he learns Mm -hmm. to just like accept it kind of right um i mean there's all the stuff with like his past that they don't really talk about too much it's it's a really interesting way to film a movie and give you information without actually giving you any information, which I really appreciate. And I think it's pretty well written at times. It's just, it's such like a, like a, like a dull idea. It's not even like, it's a, it's a decent idea. The whole, he's killing people at certain times because of this, but it's like so telegraphed. Yeah, and uh, look, it's silly. Like the the hook, the the hook from the from the cut flyer, like getting in the car accident, like is silly. It's a silly idea, but I mean, it sounds like it's an engaging movie overall. It's got some good parts, and yeah. the performances are really good in it. Mm-hmm. And there's a dude that I swear to God is like 1980s Walton Goggins. Like he looks <laughs> exactly like Walton Goggins, mm-hmm. and I can't find anything out about this dude because I think. Every single fucking website has his name spelled wrong, like the character's name. Mm. The character is BB, B I B B I E, BB. Mm. And they every website has DD as a character, mm. which I think they've just fucked up and called him that. Right. So, and that's Matt Carlson is that character. That's what he is on Wikipedia. They have him as DD, but I'm pretty sure it's BB. Okay. He um ends up vomiting in the middle of uh them reviewing the photos of like all the dead women 
Anyway, let's see. Hold on. I'm seeing if I can find him here. Um, get some images. No images. Um, not in very much at all. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in very much. They call him DD on um fucking IMDb too. I swear to God, his name yeah. is BB. Maybe maybe that's a joke that I missed. Hmm. That his name is really DD and they call him BB for some hmm. reason. Yeah, I cannot find this dude at all. Um, <clears throat> make photos of him. Apparently, there's another Matt, like Matthew Carlson, that is um. An actor that has been in shit, but that's the only photos up. <laughs> so was, I guess the chagrin is pretty low on this then? I'd say it's a five. Oh, okay. I um I enjoyed certain things about it. Uh there were things that I wished were a little different. Um I thought the the sum were the sum of the parts were greater than the whole, maybe if that's mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that backwards, but you know what I mean? Like the individual parts are more entertaining than the whole thing taken together. Um, eh, you know what? It's a four. I'll give it a four. <laughs> okay. It, 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 it trends in the direction of me enjoying it. So okay. we can go with that. Okay. Um, all right. So what about this half a movie? What was this called? So the second movie that I attempted to watch, um, unsuccessfully because I was tired, is called Blood Games. It's a 1990 um, mm, rape revenge baseball movie. Oh, okay. Um, the gist is that there's this bingo long traveling all stars esque um, barnstorming group of women um, who are managed by this uh, lech- lecherous old man who is the father of, of two of the women. Okay. Um, and what they do is they get paid to come out and do exhibition games, I guess for like birthday parties mm-hmm. or something. Cause that's what this is, is it's a birthday party for Roy. Okay. Um, so these women are playing a baseball game against these rednecks. Um, but the rednecks are like punching them in the face and like, knocking them over and they're throwing baseballs into the rednecks dicks and it's just um a lot of violence in this baseball game mm-hmm. and underneath the subplot is the father that manages the group has bet a thousand dollars against the father of roy who organized the game that his girls would win um and they do like they end up beating them and all the guys are mad Mm-hmm. And then you get the gratuitous. Um, the girls are in the shower, so they're showering. So there's slight undertones of uh, like some some homoeroticism, like undertones, but nothing ever stated. And then the father is like, "Look out! Here comes the horny old man!" And like runs through like with all these like half naked women, two of which are his daughters, mind you. Um, but the father of Roy um refu- like sends his flunky with a hundred dollars and baseball daddy is like, Oh, where's the rest of my money? And the flunky's like, I don't know, this is all Mr. Whatever 
Colin sent me with. And then in like the most ridiculous escalation ever, um, baseball dad decides he's going to go like attack Mr. Collins. So simultaneously, Roy, uh, the titular like baseball um, birthday boy, and his friend Holt, who looks like Dauber from um, Coach, mm-hmm. um, they decide that they're going to go out and like rape some women because it's Roy's birthday and that's what you do. So two of the girls have left the safety of their baseball bus to go look for the guy, um, even though they were told not to leave. And then he gets stabbed by Roy, but then Roy gets shot by the daughter. And this is after Roy and Dauber try to rape the two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go get guns. Roy and Dauber go get guns. And they're shooting at the bus. And they kill one of the girls. Like, they shoot one of the girls through the head and she dies. But then they, the other girl, the daughter, takes the steering wheel and runs Roy over and kills him. Um, and this is after the baseball dad has found mr collins like roy's dad in the bathroom of the local bar and beaten the shit out of him and bound and gagged him to the toilet and taken his money um <laughs> and that's where i was like you know what like I, i'm i'm getting tired i don't feel like watching this anymore right <clears throat> and now i'll never know what happens although right. i imagine probably some more like, like rapey uh-huh. um revenge murder type stuff mm-hmm. so in my head when I was watching it, I was like reminded a lot of this movie. And I think you and I have talked, I don't know if you've ever seen it, a movie called Southern Comfort, mm. um, no. which is sort of like uh um weekend warriors versus like these bayou denizens um in the bayou, um, which was like a sleazier version of deliverance, basically. So this right. is the sleazy grandchild of deliverance, more or mm. less. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, who who is Midnight the character in this? I don't mm-hmm. even know. Okay, I don't think I got that far. Okay, it's Just directed wondering. by a woman, Tanya Rosenberg, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I saw that. Um, she like, only she only directed this movie, right? Which makes me wonder if it's not a like, pseudonym. Yeah, right. Doesn't she list as a pseudonym? <clears throat> I have no idea who Midnight is. That actually might be the father. Yeah, I was just wondering because he he did voice work in Red Dead Redemption. I remember that character in Red Dead Redemption um, from whatever, 15, almost 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah, because Ken um, Carpenter is the evil dad and Gregory Scott is Roy. Mm, okay. And everybody else is a well. Don Dow is Holt. Holt is Roy's best friend. He's the one that um. Yeah, yeah he's Midnight has to be the dad. Okay. Um, that would make sense. Um, yeah, that sounds really off-putting. That movie to me. So, it's one of those movies where is it tongue-in-cheek at all? Like, do you think? No, it's very. Yeah. It's actually really uncomfortable. Like the way yeah. that all of it plays out. It's crazy because I didn't realize it was filmed in 1990. Like if I if I would have been forced to guess, because I didn't look it up before, I just saw it and I was like, I find like this has somebody with a baseball bat. I'm watching this shit. Um, 
I would have thought like 80, 81 would have been my guess. Yeah, I'm just um, looking at the poster because that's all I have access to really. Like looking at it, I would say 84 from the poster. But yeah, definitely. Well, um, there's something about the coloring of that. That's the year that I come up with. Like the pink of the cover. Like... Yeah. No, which I mean means it's pretty low budget, I think, at that point. Um this dude, um, the guy that played Midnight was also in uh Alienator and Click the Calendar Girl Murders. <laughs> or the Calendar Girl Killer. <laughs> That's funny. Alienator is legit one of the worst movies ever made. It's hard to explain how bad that movie is. Have you been? Oh, he's he's in your Avenging Angel movie that you love, an Angel. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Angel, Angel, I thought was like had interesting things to it. Um, but uh, yeah, the after that, like I'm I, I Avenging Angel, not so much, but. Yeah, so, I mean, if I would have finished it, it probably would have been, like, a 7 or an 8, and it might have actually been the chagrin. Um, It's one of those things where I think if I would have seen, if I would have seen it when I was a kid, I would have probably kind of reveled in the, like, sleazy, like, schlocky nature of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess I've seen too many of those movies where it just feels, like, really formulaic, I guess, like, the way that everything plays out and... There's so many fucking movies in the past, like, 20 years that are fish out of water in, like, a weird town getting stalked or attacked by the denizens of said town. Like, I just don't find anything interesting yeah. about that. Sure. And, Makes I mean, sense. like, we'll we'll talk about Southern Comfort someday because it's, it's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Um it's really not much different than that. I mean, it's it's just there's nothing like interesting or unique about it, and it's really just the selling point is just here's some bosoms, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of things become really tiresome anymore to me. Like here's breasts and here's women getting tortured. Um, yeah, I don't mind seeing nudity in movies. Don't get me wrong; like it doesn't like <laughs> um, yeah sure. make me angry or anything. I just. It doesn't make me like, angry. It, it, it's just it, like it, okay. God, it feels like there's elements of like Slumber Party Massacre, which I think is more tongue in cheek, but this is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. legitimately meant to be like titillating, I think. Right. Yeah. And then like, oh, a woman getting her shirt ripped off, and it's like you know, <clears throat> languorous like focus on the the nipples for yeah like three or four seconds and then like cut back i don't know yeah i mean i i think there's i think there's a way to do it to show brutality in a i don't i don't know like that um some of that old school i mean male gaze shit from that time period which like you said some of our massacre i think makes fun of um in a lot of ways, I'm still convinced of that when she direct I can't remember her name, but her... no, no, not that. What is her name? Yeah, I can't remember it either. But um, yeah, like I it it, it it's tiresome. Like, you know, I don't mind nudity either. Um, and, and then we know enough about those time period that time period now, um, 
before and even after of consent and shit like that among actresses and like you know what they felt they were forced to do versus you know i mean it it, it just gets i don't know really uncomfortable with some of those older movies to me the the thing about it and what i think really kind of turned me off of the whole thing is that you have a shower scene whatever that's fine yeah the fact that it's like the guy that manages them freely running in while they're naked right and because of his own ego for placing this like outside bed like putting them in a dangerous situation because he's got to go get his money because he's the man and they all call him like daddy and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i don't know it's just um yeah 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 um and and, and then... it's not even done in a way like the the thing the other thing that bothered me too about it kind of is deliverance you're really not meant to sympathize so much with the men on that trip, you know, like, right. The idea is that they're kind of like getting what they deserve in some ways. And in the end, they let their friend die and possibly other men who are innocent die to protect their own, like idea of like their own masculinity. Like Mm -hmm. they can't just leave it alone. Like they have to, whatever. Anyway, yeah it's an interesting like it's interesting social commentary it's you know it's it's thought provoking uh-huh. like and i think i mean again like you've never seen it but southern comfort's similar where it's the idea that these guys who are these you know hardened like they want to pretend like they're these hardened weekend warriors but when it comes down to it they're just like scared kids against these people that actually like live in this area and are like true like hardened men so like there's also some thought-provoking stuff there and in this movie it's just like here's some boobs here's some death right you know we're gonna like kill people until only a couple people are left and then there will be some shocking conclusion which granted i don't know what that is because i (laughs) took a nap instead i couldn't believe when it was gone today i was because i watched you know i watched this yesterday i started watching blood games yesterday morning and then i watched this in the afternoon and i've been watching the saw movies for another podcast we're going to do later mm-hmm. um which is something <laughs> um and i just fell asleep watch like i knew i was falling asleep and i didn't want to like have to try and find where i was so i stopped it on purpose mm-hmm. and i went back tonight like i you know made dinner sat down i'm like all right i'm gonna finish watching this shit right and i go back to my stuff and there's night game you know there's right. something else i watched like last week uh-huh. there's a couple things i have saved and there's no blood games i'm like oh did i watch it on prime or something so i go and I look on prime and it's not there i was like man i know it wasn't on netflix <sighs> and i go back and i like search for it and there it is streaming on tubi um october 2nd right right that's um yeah that's pretty wild um yeah it's nowhere else um that's that's really funny um which means they give you like a day's grace period by leaving it up for october 1st i think that's how they always do it is it Mm -hmm. that it goes away after october see when i see october 1st when i see the list i always think that means it's going to be gone by october 1st or like when it switches over but i guess it's the after the end of the first day of that month 
Yeah. Um. All right, you want to see what you get next week? Oh, yeah, let's, let's real quick finish up pennant race. Um, quickly, um, both of our local teams, um, in the playoffs, in the playoffs pretty you exciting. Know, um, Orioles, best team in the um, in the AL this year. Uh, kind of a surprise. Hundred wins. Um, absolutely. Um, one of the what three teams? Right, I think the Braves and somebody else has a hundred wins. Um, yeah, I can't remember Dodgers, I think maybe do. Um, yeah, Dodgers second team, I think. Um, and Astros now, um, two seed in the in the American League. Um, considering tonight's movie, so and the Phillies are the wild card team. One they of the are two wild card teams. That's, and with that's baseball, nice. yeah, you never know. Um, that whole like little part of the bracket is all NL East. Um, because they're playing the Marlins and the winner faced the Braves. So, um, yeah, um. I'm not the biggest baseball fan anymore. Yeah. Or really like sports fan in general. Although Paramount Plus lets you watch every Sunday football game. Hmm. The one o'clock and the four o'clock games, they're all on Paramount Plus. All of them are. Uh I haven't found one yet that yeah. I have missed. It's definitely all the CBS games are there. Okay. Um, so I get to watch the Ravens every week. Oh, um, okay. Just in passing. Like I don't watch the whole game usually. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. It's actually kind of like I know players again now where it's been like several years Same. since that's been the case. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of enjoyed watching it a little bit. Like, it's nice to just kind of watch a game for like 15 minutes and yeah. enjoy it and not be super invested and be able to just kind of turn it off and move on to other things. Like, that's kind of a um, a good feeling. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, baseball, my mom is super excited. My aunt, who passed away a couple of years ago, was like the biggest Orioles fan and... um decades like talking about how she just wanted to see him win a pennant again before they before she died so you know my mom's kind of like invested in that fact so i'm i I think that's pretty cool but yeah and we um what had uh a couple of baseball deaths just in the past um week right like yeah brooks Brooks robinson died and uh tim wakefield just died yeah that's a crazy one i couldn't believe that dude right Hey, who's only like fifty some years old too? Like it's fifty seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, I mean, I I don't pay attention to baseball like nearly nearly at all. But um, yeah, it's nice when local teams are in there. And even though I've always like kind of like low key like you know been a Phillies fan over top of like a Orioles fan. Um, whatever. Hey, low key. You hate Cal Ripken Jr. I, um, I, as soon as I, I I thought about my grandmother, like about Brooks Robinson, um, my grandmother was a gigantic Phillies fan. For those who don't know, and um, uh, hated the Orioles. I don't know why there was like that kind of like divisiveness within her, but hated the Orioles. And she used to hate Cal Ripken growing up because she said that um. It could be a routine grounder, and Cal Ripken would and it would go right towards Ripken, and Ripken would just pick the ball up and throw it to first base. And the commentators would say, "Oh my God, it's such a great play!" Like she said, everything that Ripken did was the greatest play ever, no matter what he did. Um, she said it was just like Brooks Robinson, like like same bastard. (laughs) You know, it's funny. (laughs) So as soon as I saw Brooks Robinson die, I thought of my grandmother, like just hating Brooks Robinson. Hayden Cal Ripken. It's funny that your grandmother hated Cal Ripken because my grandmother hated Cal Ripken. 
my father's really? mother. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And mind you, like, we grew up in Baltimore during, like, yeah. the heyday of the Orioles, you know, like, success, including their World Series win in whatever that was, like, 82 or whatever. Sure. Um, like Cal Ripken was, you know. Right. Like, the man. And Brooks. Yeah. And there are all kinds mm-hmm. of, like, those Orioles. Yeah. Um, And my favorite Oriole, Al Bumbry. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, my grandmother, my, my dad's mother loved the Orioles. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of like collectibles actually from her that she had throughout her life, like programs and um, things that she would pick up at like stores and stuff in the area because there was always like promotions with the Orioles in Baltimore. Um, But yeah, she despised Kyle Ripken. Couldn't stand him. I fucking hate him. (laughs) Oh, um, God, what was that guy's name? I didn't know it until like some kind of like, what was it? There was a ceremony because Ripken what like played the most consecutive games or something without yeah without missing a game yeah yeah and he was like good friends with like some guy that was on the Young and the Restless like I can't remember that actor's name Don Diamond or something like that um and Shit. he was like there at the ceremony and it was only because um apparently a lot of baseball players watch soap operas I found out like through that because a lot of them play night games and are on the road. So they like watch soap operas during the day. Yeah. That makes um, sense. And he ended up becoming friends with this guy because he watched him in the restless. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and spin. Um, see what you get for next week. Just out of curiosity. Oh yes. Before I look it up. Do you remember how many games in a row Ripken played? Fuck no. I used to know that number by heart. Um, I want to say 2000 something, maybe. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's closer to 3000 than 2000. Yeah. Um, maybe like 2800 or something like that. Uh, I I used to know it by heart. It's like something, it's like 2000 something and 92 or something like that. Oh, uh, let's see. So it was 20, it's 2632 is the number of consecutive 32. games. Um, uh, Hold on, previous records. See if I can find this. Um, okay, so that's probably what I was thinking of. Um, is the he surpassed Lou Gehrig, which was twenty one thirty. Um, previously before Ripken broke the record. Um, I shit, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Like Gehrig played all that time until I'm assuming like. His disease got the yeah. better of him. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, that actually puts maybe that in a little bit more context for me. Um. All right. So let's go ahead and spin this quickly. Oh, yes. Oh, are you gonna get? Not many categories left. Rage Against the Machine. The category is Rage Against the Machine. These are the kind of categories I like because it leaves it so open to interpretation. I've already had like five or six things come into my head. <laughs> right. Good. I'm glad. Um, <clears throat> That was an Orion category, I believe. Um, Good job, Orion. Um, Although pennant race ended up being fine in the end. Mm-hmm. 
yeah my um my random categories that feel like they're they're going to be terrible or something like that often enough okay um <clears throat> there was a really good movie about like the the french sex murders last year that mm-hmm. came off of like a category that, was, that you were like really pissed off about. so angry i thought you were trying to get me to watch like porn no no i knew you'd figure something out it was open enough you gotta trust me, Frank. I don't trust nobody. I know what I'm doing. Um. All right, quick soup chat update. You want to give your opinions on, um, the ghost pepper? Oh, I love the ghost pepper chicken yes. noodle. Uh huh. Orion is not a fan. Yeah. Says it makes his mouth burn, mm-hmm. and it's like that's the point. I don't know. I understand though because that is a pretty common complaint is that um something shouldn't be too hot for you to eat like where it's like uncomfortable to eat it. Sure. I don't know. I guess I just have a really high tolerance for mm-hmm. really hot things. I don't find it to be super hot. I kind of find it to be like a medium heat, but I like I get it. So yeah, different people. But it's delicious. Things. But here's the thing: like, there's a spicy chunky chicken noodle soup that is about half as spicy as the ghost pepper that's super delicious and that's definitely worth trying if you like like a little bit of of spice all right spicy soup recommendation yeah it's good um all right so you want to watch a few horror trailers yeah let's do it all right well give give food chat a break for a week um we're coming back with something new um, I'm thinking coffee and pastries maybe next mm, week. That sounds good. Okay. That sounds okay. actually good right now. I wish I could have <laughs> what what would you get right now? If I could get coffee and a pastry? Yeah, what would pastry? Um a cheese Danish. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I can I can I can dig that. And then I want uh <laughs> I want an Americano with um right lemon and honey hmm. okay oh sure i'll be i'll be drinking that in 21 days mm. mm-hmm. yeah it's really frustrating being away um my coffee like selections because starbucks is so prominent in many places and there are plenty other like coffee places to sell coffee but um so few of them have options without any kind of milk or half and half or anything like that hmm. so like if i'm mostly when i'm away i'm restricted to black coffee with like maybe like a little bit of sugar or some kind of like thing like honey or you know like something along those lines and like i can do all that like it's fine i drink black coffee as long as it's good but um like not having like any options like or any variety whatsoever and what i want to do is frustrating my um my Starbucks choice is um an americano with uh almond milk. Mm. Yeah. Um I actually had a good cup of Starbucks coffee. Um I don't know what was different about it. Like I mean I made the joke that it's like I've just given up on life so much and having expectations that maybe I was just like used to it now. But that's not the truth. Like it's um it's only partially the truth. 
Uh, it was actually like a really good cup of Starbucks. I don't know what was different about it. It was at the airport and it didn't taste as like bitter and acidic to me. Um, even though it was just like a regular cup of coffee from Starbucks. Cause that's like pretty much like all I can do without like other than the fancy stuff. Um, so I have no idea, but that airport Starbucks was, uh, was good. Um, other Starbucks. I don't know. What was your deciding factor to fly out of Baltimore instead of Philadelphia? Um, the, uh, the, the couple that we were going with, um, was flying out of and coming back in Baltimore and Brandy wanted to save money coming back for them to give us a ride because it was different flights. So we just flew out of Baltimore. We prefer Philly. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yes. Whenever um we have people fly in from corporate, and our corporate office is in um basically Virginia Beach, so it's like a four hour drive. So Mm -hmm. the fact that anybody would fly is ridiculous to me. Like it costs so much less money to drive, and it actually takes you less time. Mm -hmm. Regardless, whenever they fly in, they fly into Baltimore, and I always have to tell people like you know. You're wasting so much more time by going into Baltimore. I I don't think Baltimore is as nice of an airport as Philadelphia. And I think it's a lot less convenient to get to the parking and especially like where the rental cars are because it's sort of like yes, away from the airport whereas yep. like most major airports that stuff is all inclusive in like the airport complex. Yeah. Unless you want to like pay some serious money um for the parking outside the departures. And I believe if I like remember reading when you were going away, just like kind of casually looking at stuff, Philly was a lot cheaper for that as well. Um, that parking like across from like I'm sorry, arrivals. Um the the Baltimore parking is pretty ridiculous comparatively, um, for that parking. So yeah, you're like far away um at that point, like for everything else. Um wasn't necessarily a fan of BWI as an airport. Um I really liked uh, Louis Armstrong um, Airport in New Orleans. I thought that mm. was like pretty well designed and and worked pretty well. Um, but yeah, I I will say about I don't know if I haven't been to Philly in so long in the airport now um, inside, but uh, TSA like the new equipment that they have in Baltimore like made that process much easier. Because oh, you- it's. It's amazing. Everywhere. You didn't have to take out electronics like, you know, in um in Baltimore now, like where like the last time I like flew out like of Philly, like you still had to take out electronics, put them in a different bin. Um, you could just like put like and there's just like gigantic bins now. So it's like basically all your carry-ons, like no matter how big they are, like you can just put it all like in a bin and um just like push it on through without taking anything out like none of your liquids you have to take out like everything can just like go right through you basically just set your shit like in the bins and take your shoes off which still i think is a ridiculous conceit um with the scanners but um just like and then take everything out of your pockets throw them so you basically if you have two carry-ons like you know you have three bins put them push them on through come out grab your bags take your shit and you know you're done made it much easier um with yeah, i mean equipment. philly you still have to take the shit out and do you i don't carry electronics so i have to take the shit out of my pockets 
which is basically the only electronics I have, which was like my phone, mm-hmm. and put it in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, phone like my travel thing that has like my passport and everything in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I I mean, I've flown out of Philly now twice to go to Thailand, and it's taken me. 10 minutes 15 minutes at most to get through tsa mm-hmm. and maybe that's the time of day i'm flying or whatever but it seriously is like it's nothing it's so fast so yeah i'm i'm gonna i have to find out the name of it again um uh my wife's friend's husband was telling me about it he actually like did something um where he got like basically like a background check and everything, and it's good for like five years. Yeah. Where do you know about this? Or my even, my like, parents bypass? have it. It's the preferred okay. preferred traveler or whatever. I can't. Yeah, remember what it's called I can't. Exactly, yeah, they they do this. It. I just need to do it because it's like it's only seventy dollars I mean, or something like that. Seriously, but. yeah. I, I swear to God, dude, it's like like ten minutes to get through security. Yeah, I I know. I just find it to be a pain in the ass. I find it like. Just, I just say taking off my fucking shoes. Right. Some, Some airports, shoes and belt and like, you know, yeah. It's like, right. Some airports don't make you do that, though. Like, right. um, Raleigh Durham down in, uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They have drug sniffing dogs. So you don't have to take off your shoes anymore. Hmm. You can just gotcha. leave your shoes on and walk through and they just let you go. Right. Although it's harrowing to have to, like, um, right. Uh, like walk this, like, line with these dogs, like, darting about your legs and stuff sure sniffing i can see that yeah yeah all right so um trailer one that we are going to watch here um have you watched any horror trailers recently or you've been uh i don't remember so this is a pet cemetery prequel that is yeah, I have not I have not seen this one. Paramount Plus exclusive. Um mm-hmm. I'm called excited. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Yeah, I'm um, excited to watch this movie without seeing anything about it. Although you're probably gonna ruin that for me right now. So <laughs> do you want to skip it? No, 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 do it. There's other ones. It's fine. All right. We'll watch them all. All right. Well, we're not gonna watch all these that are in this video, but yeah. Can you hear this? I can. Okay. Just enjoy every second of getting the heck out of Ludlow! Oh, right. I hate. I'm already pissed. Yeah, I hate modern trailers so much. What the hell is that? That's a mangy oh, mutt. It was a mangy mutt. I learned about death was a pet cemetery. Probably an undead mangy mutt. The secret place. Why uh, family? Generation. Yeah. Dead things buried in that land. The Covney. Back. Is that who that was? Yeah. Oh, undead kid. Can you hear them? Voices. Ah, uh, the old Micmac Cemetery. Oh. Hi. Man. To... What'd you do? Go to a commercial? you we did there we go we're back something's wrong continue he needs time there he is there's a company oh yeah i see him he look looking old people yeah he is um rough life i'll still watch this movie but i don't care about it it doesn't look very good yeah 
that's kind of a cool visual the dead sunflowers or whatever yeah agreed hell what have you done we have to find Timmy. now stop this. here's my problem with it though I mm-hmm. i'll be honest like and i'm gonna hold him the day he goes out if you're not going to do anything different right so hold on is this is this the prequel that they talk about in the pet cemetery book i believe so with the kid that went to vietnam and came back and his dad buried him yes so that's this is that story yeah i believe so i believe this is that story set in like the late 70s or something Um, that's a moderately interesting conceit. Like, I'm fine. I'll I'll watch it this weekend. Is that when? Oh, uh, yeah, October sixth. It said. All right. Um, let me. It's crazy. I was watching the trailer. I wasn't paying attention to the dates. Um, I was trying to like prepare for the next trailer because I want to mm. like refresh here. Um, and get to the next one so they can skip the ad um damn it these ads everyone 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 makes fun of me for my my youtube whatever shit that i pay extra but (laughs) i ain't watched a commercial on youtube since 1906 (laughs) (laughs) no i mean it's getting to the point where it's like i'm just gonna have to have to bite the bullet and do that at some point um you pay for everything you know um right you're paying with your time and i'm paying with like right. a nominal amount of money every month right um the nominal you have like we've talked about this with your with your services like the nominals add up after a while like, i've started I've, I've actually started cutting a bunch of them out what what, what, so what have you got, cut out you got stars right now i do have stars you got um paramount I do have Paramount. You got Netflix? I do have Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. No, you always have Prime. So you got Hulu? You got Disney? I don't have Hulu. No? Oh, I guess I do have Hulu. Yeah, because right? you I got Disney, watch, right? I just don't watch it. <laughs> Doesn't um, watch it. It's like $10 a month or whatever. Right? You got AMC? No, I canceled that. You got Shutter? No, I canceled oh, okay. that. I canceled you're all the gonna, heart. The... You're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna watch that new VHS when it comes out? No, I really don't care about the series. Mm, okay. Um, I like, here, so here's what happened is I realized that I was putting Shutter on once a week. I would turn, I would like go to Shutter and I would look through it, and I would go, <sighs> and I would just like click off and go do something else. Like it's a waste of my life. <laughs> right. I I I agree. Um. Yeah. I mean, I canceled Shutter for a similar reason. Um, because, yeah, it just feels like I'm not, like, getting... I wasn't getting my money's worth. I, I think they're putting up stuff that I don't care about, like, often. Um, I don't know. Their new horror, like, the Shutter exclusives, like, aren't very good most of the time. Occasionally, yeah, it's all, there's something... It's all fucking torture porn. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed um HBO Max and Cinemax, which I would subscribe to. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh you Cinemax? Who fucking like you were like the only person in the world that subscribes to Cinemax? Cinemax has really good movies. That's all I'm gonna say. 
<laughs> All right, let's watch this next trailer and probably get an ad in the middle of it because I can't like. <laughs> here's here's Cinemax. Poltergeist for a few dollars more. The Omen. Hang 'em high. Omen two. Okay. Omen three. A fistful of dollars. I mean, there's a theme here. Escape from L.A. Uh huh. Lord of Illusions. Okay. I enjoyed that movie. Right. Uh, I really like the because you used to honestly like like the idea of Lord of Illusions, and now you like that movie after we like watched it again for the podcast. Because you used to actually talk shit on Lord of Illusions. I like, think I just appreciate it more because so many bad things have come out in the internet. <laughs> yes. It's it's the reason why I can tolerate listening to Bush on the radio now. Right. I was gonna make I was gonna make a third eye blind joke, but mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Who was the band that sang Breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh, deep, what is that? Deep Deep Blue Something. That's the name of them. Is it? It is. And I said, What about Breakfast at Tiffany's? You said I think oh my god, that song's the worst. Yes. <laughs> But it's still better than Ice Spice. Give me the next trailer. All right. <clears throat> Ice Spice and her goddamn munchkin drink. <laughs> All right. This is called No One Will Save You. Um, I, have, I have not seen this one either. Okay. Hulu original. Well, I guess I can watch it. <laughs> you can. It's the young girl from the second season of Justified. Now as an adult. Oh, uh, home invasion. Home, inv home invasion. Yeah, no one's going to save you from the home invasion. God damn it. Look, she's scared. She Look, up, oh, doors open. Running upstairs on the attic or the roof. Yep. Oh, this one's different. Oh, this is the alien thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good guess. I, I I have actually seen this trailer. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think there's been a. I think there's been a couple that have come out for you. So, I've seen this exact trailer. This one. Sure. Yeah. 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 The first time I saw it. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I thought this was um a unique like. Like them setting you up with the home invasion, but then you realize it's alien, so it kind of ruins it. But... Oh, it comes out on my brother's birthday. Oh, wait, it already came out. Yeah, it's already out. Oh my god, I forgot yeah. it was October. Um, yeah, I know Candace watched this, and I was like, is it any good? And she's like, I don't know how to answer that, but. It was enjoyable, but she didn't know how to answer whether it was good or not. Look at that fire in the sky shot. Did you see that? Yeah, I know. I saw it. There's an um, X-File shot. Oh, damn it. See? You, you, Epoch TV. Yeah. At least see. Oh, so, okay. That was pretty much the end. Okay. Your $12 was already paid off. Oh. Oh. Look at him giving that shit away with the alien at the end. Isn't that that's some bullshit? Do I have Hulu? <laughs> I mean, you can pay for them separate now, so maybe you don't. It's possible. No, I think I have the package. 
package deal per cheesy face. Right. Give me another trailer. With ESPN? Yeah, I guess so. What, are you going to add that? Or are you going to watch it at some point? Uh, fuck, I don't remember my password. <laughs> oh, all right. While you're trying to figure out that, um, here's one called All Fun and Games. All fun. yes, I've seen this one. I oh, think you have. Maybe uh, let me let, let me see. Right. It sounds familiar though. Two, one. Who is it? Oh yeah. Salem, they didn't teach us all our history. Some stories got lost along the way. Maybe if they had taught us everything that happened. Just so many tropes anymore. I know. I can't stand it. I will play. I won't quit. You know what I think we should do right now? Go to the party. Come on, let's go. I hated I hate those strangers movies, but I particularly hate strangers pray at night. Okay, Joe. What game do you want to play? Oh, that's the girl from Stranger Things. That's where I know her from. Dyer or something like that, or Dwyer. Tell me, demon. Am I it? Morgus? You know, even though I had complaints about that Evil Dead sequel, like, compared to some of this shit, like, it was still much better than any of this. Yeah. Um, I actually never got this far in the trailer, just so you know. <laughs> Wait, you see some new footage. Go. Oh. What is going on? It's not him. It's a knife. Found you. Well, you know he dies. I mean, I'm assuming everybody dies, but the girl from Stranger Things, probably. And maybe the young boy. What if we win? Only one way to find out. I will play. I won't quit. I will play. I won't quit. I will play. I will quit. Oh my god. Let's play a new game. Jesus Christ. That kid's trying to actually fucking what's his name? Joshua Jackson. Is that what his name was? Joshua Jackson? Yeah, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. He's doing I mean, I, like I know who... Breathy voice. Um, do we want to watch this one? You know, I was thinking of a... I was thinking of something... Fuck, what was it? There was some movie I was thinking about where it's like... Oh... I was thinking about the whole um thing with the uh, blood blood games um movie, where it's like the women turn the tables on the men that are like coming to kill them or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what happens eventually in that movie. Sure. Um, you know we we came up with a really good idea like two decades ago about this serial killer that preys on the elderly, like masquerading as a like door to door salesman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and these home invaders come in and like 
tie everybody up because they're trying to steal money because they know the old people have money. Right. Um, and it turns out that the guy is like, you know, a, a murderer, like a killer, and he gets free and he like is now killing yes. um everyone in the house. And I was thinking like number one, they would have been way too like just way too easy for them to get out of the house, really. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't lend itself, I don't think, to an hour and a half movie, but right. there's so many movies where that's the premise of the movie that they thought they were the hunters until they found out she was the hunter. I don't know, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one will save you is on Hulu. And there's actually a movie that I've I almost paid for to watch a couple times mm-hmm. called I'm gonna say this wrong, Enis Men, E-N-Y-S. Um okay. the description is a wildlife volunteer on an uninhabited island descends into madness, pushing her into a living nightmare. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's like some kind of folk horror thing, but I'm super stoked that it's on here. So, okay. Anyway, let's watch some more trailers. Sorry. Sorry to right. derail. No. Um, I'm glad you found something. <laughs> I, mean, I, been... I can't believe no one will save you. Is, uh, like, I can't believe that's going to be good, but um, does it matter? Or, do we have a podcast on Friday? Yeah. What is it? We're we're doing all the we're I Oh mean, right, 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 right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever the first episode will be, um, we'll be talking about what Return of the Living Dead and I can't remember what's paired with that. But yeah, we have a, a podcast for each week of October. Um that'll be releasing talking about um horror movies you want to talk about. So um all right. So did you next, know there's oh. did you know there's a Bell Witch TV series? Are yes. you familiar with this? Yes, but I didn't watch it. But yeah, I I did hear about the. It doesn't even take place in fucking Maryland, right? It's in goddamn Tennessee. Yeah. Fucking assholes. The one thing we got, and you're taking it away from us. I mean, he wasn't the Bell the the Bell Witch is the haunting in. Oh, it is in Tennessee. I was thinking yeah, the, the, the I Bell was thinking, Witch. Yeah, I was thinking the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch, right? The Bell Witch is the Bell Witch cave shit. Like I don't care cave. about this yeah. shit. Fuck the Bell Witch. The Bell Witch is the family, the American haunting, right? Yes, that's it. That's what I was trying to think of. I kept thinking about fucking haunting in Connecticut, but yes, American haunting. That's what it's called. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the Bell Witch cave with supposedly like something was unearthed, and the Bell yeah. Witch cave is the story and shit. Did you um? Did you say you canceled Shutter, or you still have Shutter? I do not have Shutter. Okay, never mind then. Do you have Shutter? No, I told you I canceled Shutter. I know, but why are you asking me if I have Shutter? Because before I canceled yeah. it, I was looking at it, and there's a movie on there called Come True that I've wanted to tell you to watch for a while, but it mm. was a pay, it was a pay movie forever, so I wasn't gonna okay. give you to spend like five dollars okay. on it. Maybe. I will be adding it this month again, probably, just because. I'm a mark for those VHS movies, so um you're a mark for a lot of things, Mark. Working yourself into a shit. I should I should, I should I should I should rename I, I should change my name to Mark. Um, you should. All right, what's um, next? It's called The Burning Girls. Um is the next movie trailer we're gonna watch here. Is this the one that's on Shutter? I have no fucking idea, man. No, Paramount Plus. Oh, nice. Let's see if it's on there. Yeah. I mean, you watch the trailer, I might tell you. 
Oh my god. Okay, at least this is the beginning here, this ad for Purdue Global. Alright. We finally meet in person. Thanks. Call me Jack. Your arrival is a fresh start. Chance to lay some ghosts to rest. 1556. Two young girls were burnt at the stake. Thanks for bringing me here, Mum. More witch shit. Okay. So, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yes, they're everywhere. No, dear, not the dolls, the girls. They haunt the chapel. Hello? Ah. What's this fucking PBS special effects? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's, uh, small it's like PBC special effects. Um, this is some uh some decent like running or burning or wicker man slash yeah yeah i forgot about this trail i couldn't remember what it was but yeah this this looks like it might be fine find the good oh it's a series oh shit i tricked you i tricked myself um we already saw that so that's a series unfortunately so you know that's why i'm not gonna see it because i don't ever look at series that's right that's right did it come out yet i don't know maybe i will watch it <laughs> oh shit we got um we got the new flanagan the fall of the house offshore coming out this month too right yeah that's soon yeah i think it's like mid mid-october i'm really excited about that i'm hoping in enough time for me to watch it before i go to um thailand yeah is my wish well we got to do follow that tradition like gonna watch any tv series needs to be his series um yeah i'll watch it in a day right uh all right so here's one called vindicta um classy oh jeremy piven looking like got that jericho belly Oh, and Sean Aston. Stabbing of one male party, 412 Broadway. Okay. Here we go. Let's move. Okay. All right, he kills the cop, drops the car here, he puts the body in the front seat. Who does that? <laughs> I thought that was Tony Storm for a second. I was like, here. <laughs> Oh, we got a guy in a a mask. Yeah, of course. And a spear. This is his weapon. He needs a speck into dexterity if he's going to use that spear. Right. <laughs> so yeah, this is like oh, this is right. Final girl. Like okay, yeah, some like, kind of purge esque bullshit, right? I was directed by Sean McNamara. Blech. Who's that? Why did I not know that name? I gotta look it up. Um, all right, there's one that I did not watch, but I wanted to watch with you. Okay, there it is. This will be the last one we watch. Um. 
You can go ahead and like look that up. Cause I cannot remember. I I I recognize the name. But I don't know where we've talked about him before. God, he's done a lot. Oh, yes, I do know where we talked about this guy. Um, he is the director of Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's come so far. Yes. He was the guy that we talked about. He just did, he's doing the Reagan movie that, um, that comes out this year um, because he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, it's funny. Kind of, they don't list Vindicta in his um, filmography. They do not. Unless there's another Sean McNair. No, oh. I typed in Vindicta and he's the one that came up. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, nobody cares about this guy. Um, it doesn't have him on MDiv either. It must be a different Sean McNamara. Gotta be. Gotta be. Um, We gotta we gotta solve this real quick. Uh... He's the dude that comes up. No, he's the dude that comes up, and they just don't have it listed. Very oh, bizarre. Crazy. Hold on, upcoming. They don't even have it in his. No, it's not shit. there either. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's crazy. Really bizarre. Very bizarre. Um. I wonder if it's called something else, maybe. The movie? Yeah. I don't know. It's like when I type in the Google, like it comes up on MDIB as Medicta. Like same here, but I'm saying that it's possible that No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, come on, give me All my right. next All right. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So this is the Jess Jester um here. And I saw like one image, and I was like, "I'm not watching this. I'm going to watch it with Frank and see what's going on. Maybe it's good. I I have no idea. So probably get an ad during it." There it is. I already hate it. Haunted attraction? What's the problem? Yo, just see you good. Trick or treat. Oh god, is this like a terrifier ripoff? Oh, huh. Try. Certainly looks like a terrifier ripoff. No, it's some saw shit. I have hated this man my entire life. I know you know what you did to cover up for something inside your gut. It is festering. Your gut. No, such an awful word. I know you can feel it and try to bury it. But that rot is spreading, a decaying hole swallowing your heart. All that exposition there for a guy about to get hung. Right. I never really believed in ghosts. Gotta fit it in before the death. Oh, look, he's dead there. Still talking to her while he's dead. No, he was alive in that last shot or. Back 
Uh, anytime you see a buyer rent on this date means it's what's released anywhere what's well, the last movie on the thing there was one more behind it goldilocks and the three bears death and porridge i want to watch that let's let's watch that all right i'm sure that's awful yeah, super exciting i'm sure it is let's just it's finish off this case of super stoked I need this talk to me movie to come up somewhere streaming for free, so I don't have to spend twenty dollars to watch it because I really want to see it. Which one is that? Talk to me. Yeah. New A twenty four horror movie. Mm. I love the trailer to it. It looks fucking amazing. Huh? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh shit! Sorry. Oh, because you're not actually playing. Yeah, not actually sharing it for you. Like, um, it's fine. Even though you wanted to see it, too many moving pieces here, man. Um, all right, here we go. I think there's probably zero moving pieces. There's a lot of a lot of buttons click, right? You don't know. This is what I laughed at. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Oh, bear! Nope, it wasn't a bear. What? What is? What is that? Uh, what is? It was a man wearing a bear mask. No, what is the black and white with the like little bit of color? What? What famous movie did that in the past few years? Like, look at this. Like, see how it's all like sepia with. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not sure. Just right. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Coming soon. Mm hmm. Do you know what movie I'm contemplating renting right now? What? <laughs> the nurse that saw the baby on the highway. What the fuck is that? Uh, it's a 48 minute long. Do you, do you not know about this woman who got in trouble because she. <laughs> she like stole something from work and then she claimed that she was kidnapped or something. I don't even know. It's, a, it's this insane story. Um, It just happened recently. I think it happened in Britain, but she like or maybe not. Maybe somewhere in the south. She claimed that. She saw. I. I don't know. I. It's. It's really funny. Is this the woman? Yeah, from like down south that, like, yeah, made claimed, up some shit like about like being like abducted. Yeah, by because she saw a baby on the highway. Right. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That. I can't remember what state that was. Yeah, that happened down south somewhere. Well, here um, you go. You can watch a forty-eight minute dramatization of this, literally called "The Nurse That Saw the Baby on the Highway." That's ridiculous. Um, you could buy it for five dollars if you really wanted, or you could rent it for a dollar ninety nine. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> God, I love that. Direct to video movies are like the untapped. Al uh, let's see, Alabama. 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 Yeah, this is where it was. Yeah. Um, 
that's really weird that, that's i guess it's becoming like a th- like a popular thing or something um there's some like s- like famous like kind of like smut writer that's like got her book pulled because like she basically had a to go um oh what's his name from the chiefs this day like the uh, taylor swift oh yeah 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 the one that was um, like travis kelsey, kelsey the kelsey, woman yeah. that was like travis kelsey betrayed me or whatever uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it's all that that made me laugh yeah really and like they they pulled the book and like she'll probably end up getting sued i'm sure like because it's like too close and they she used like actual things apparently like i don't know how people know what these two have said to said before uh, whatever um but yeah it's it's crazy for someone who is like apparently pretty renowned in that realm um to like be trying to like do that kind of shit um it's hilarious yeah ridiculous oh all right um potato potato <laughs> all right so next week is a category is rage against the machine and unless we come up with uh something better that maybe fits the idea of rage against the machine um we will be doing food chat for coffee and pastries um next week so any final thoughts front uh nah. <laughs> and the race wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be so you earned yet another pass yeah there you go um you go back and you actually count them up what i count you count the category you go back and you look at the categories that like i created where you like scoff at them and then, like, how it actually turned out. And I think I had more wins than losses, like, overall. Listen, um, I'm a fucking shark. <laughs> I don't swim backwards. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. Deuces.